Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of As for the Best of Us. Shad? Yes. End of the first bracket. This is the yeah. last conference. Yeah. This I'm, is a- I'm feeling a little sad about it. I'm excited. Already. I'm excited to get into these uh these kind of the meat of these songs. <laughs> the first thing get in these guts. All right, get into the guts <laughs> of it. Uh, I'm ready. I'm honestly I'm ready to start talking about our our songs that passed on to round two immediately. Yeah. Um I'm ready to kind of get into all that. We're almost there. I know. It's one more week. It's uh it's it's so can close. you wait a week? I think I can. Uh, I hope so. I, I uh, I'm excited to live within these songs. Um, I think after after this round is over, um, if anybody's been following along with the social media wise, we've been building playlists and kind of getting everybody familiar with these songs as the little individual lowercase rounds come up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so as we get into the second set of these, I'm going to start doing some live streams to to get people uh, checking them out again. So there'll be some live totally different versions of some of these songs because uh, some of them I have been playing out live uh, over the years. It's been since 2014 that we recorded these. Uh, we stopped playing what in 16, probably. Uh, uh, no, I think 17 actually 17? We kept playing up until we started doing the, as for the rest of us podcast and that okay. started in 17. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so it's been three years since we've played them. Mm-hmm. And some of these songs, it's been three years since I've played them, maybe longer. Yeah. Uh, Cause as we'd mentioned before, some of these songs we hung up and we didn't want to play them anymore after we kind of got done with them. Though I don't think a lot of them will take it to the next phase. Oh uh, man, I see some but interesting be, matchups there's coming. Be some heartbreakers <laughs> coming up here. There's some heartbreakers, but there's also some that are just songs that I haven't heard or not heard, but I haven't you know thought, thought about. about in a while. <laughs> All right, let's dip starting right in. So this is round sixteen. 16. Starting All right. with round sixteen, there's an this is an interesting matchup. I Already think. round sixteen, we've got not satisfied. <laughs> Versus the restless nights. Not satisfied. Uh, I think could have easily been a botch manifold song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely got that like kind of rock, kind of standard. Uh, it's got a, a three four time, which is a little bit different for us. Yep. We don't see that a lot, but we do um, see that in our songs. Uh, but it's got just a straightforward power chord three four timing uh, garage rock kind of sound to it. Um, Absolutely, and it's. Um, rock and roll on hot rods and an acoustic though so it's yeah it kind of has a, a an interesting breakthrough we do a, a a real kind of speedy uh 
ending to it. It's like, and then Tenacious D ending with a cling. Yeah. I think the ending is probably my favorite part of the entire song, but I do love the fact that this, like you've hit the nail on the head, the straight up, just three, four time, but straight up garage rock nature. And as much as we love, you know, potentially that genre and mm-hmm. stuff oh, in yeah. general. We don't really have a lot of other we songs that kind it. of, you know, kind of dip into it. Maybe yeah. a little bit so here and there that kind of touch into it but on parts of songs. Folky influence. There's like, right. oh, that's a little This is rock. a straight Let's, up as yeah. it goes yeah. kind of a thing. You know, that kind of garage rock. And I, I really like it a lot in that sense. But mm-hmm. I think there's not really too much more that I needed to add to no. it, honestly, because yeah. that's, that's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then Restless Nights. uh I remember specifically this having almost like a Christian music open chordy kind of vibe absolutely. To it. I said uh, <laughs> that that it sounds like uh, what's that the big Christian singer? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I can only imagine. Kind of like no. Well, I guess you know it could kind of fill into that kind of gap too. I can't think of that guy's name for the life of me right now, but he's got like a lot of songs that are like that. Mm. But yeah, I can see the man in your glory. You yeah. know, given that kind of like epic Just opening open, to, yeah. to it. Yeah. So we we combated that with a uh, immediately in the the chorus is picked. So like mm-hmm. big open chords during the verse to a like real picked kind of soft uh with my feet are in the air but still mm-hmm. kind of has a, a gospel-y kind of vibe to it yeah uh except for we throw the word shit in it immediately which i love because it kind of if you had mm-hmm. a, a you can pull the rug out of from underneath <laughs> you it's one of those that wants you to get to, like uh like a promised land yeah in that kind absolutely of sense, you know what yeah. i mean so like you're a, just kind of hearing nice. this like ooh, and then it all the god damn yeah. right out there kind of pull the Sometimes rug out the curse is important yeah in it. We don't curse a lot. We're not overly cursy people in no. our songs. Uh, That's kind of like whenever it's there, though, it's meant to be there yep. for a reason. And it's there to get you to pay attention because it's like we're kind of saying, hey, this is our exclamation point. You need to pay attention. Yeah. Kind of a thing to it. That's true. Yeah. Um, I thought that it was it's well put together. There's a lot of cool parts to this song. Um, and it would be one I would, I'd like to play at some point again. I, I, I haven't sure. gone back and revisited, but it's, it's something I have, have you gone down and played of. not satisfied again. No, at all? no, no, that one's never really, that one needs an accompaniment. Like it really, like if we had a four piece band, like that would have been that like would be good. Best, yeah, yeah like, for sure. Like bass drums, like two guitars. I didn't know if you'd ever tried to do anything no, with it. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I've played it before, but restless nights I'd, I'd have fond memories of, I like yeah. the vocal wordings of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me a lot of like state of mind and yes. like, it's got kind of a weird kind of way of looking at the words, but more cohesive, maybe even yeah, the state of mind. I agree. Uh, in that, but so where are you sitting at with these two? I think I'm gonna push the restless nights. I agree with you with okay. that too. Yeah, restless nights going through, and it'll go against just cause next time. All right, so we've got round seventeen here. Seventeen. This is the boy, <laughs> the boy who never saw the light. Versing Queen of Hearts. the Queen of Hearts. I'll make love to your soul and I swear by 
These are uh, two very unique songs mm-hmm. uh, in their own right. Absolutely. <laughs> one is Pearl Jam. One is Panic at the Disco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. And that's I, absolutely. There's no doubt. Boy Who Never Saw the Light is a Pearl Jam uh, kind of the tribute. riff. Uh, literally, the riff sounds just like we're about ready to play. Like we're about to play alive. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like every part of it, even to like the breakdown, Uh like is a a Pearl Jam nod. Like everything in this song is Pearl Jam centric. Mm -hmm. Um, If only we could have gotten Eddie to sing on it himself. It it would have just been. I listen to it now and I, I like it better. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I don't know if you're the same way, but it's like, Oh, we, we knew what we were doing. We mm-hmm. just there's some songs where we weren't equipped to play I, the song. I honestly playing. think that a lot of these major vast majority of these would probably benefit if we went back and tried to re-record something uh-huh. ever again. It would all come out sounding twenty times better because yeah. we know better now. And it's not that it doesn't hold up or something, but yeah. there's certain things that we could do to it to make it you know really like a blast. But like yeah. it could it could very well have the potential to be the next alive yeah if we wanted so wanted it to be because it it, it has that potential behind it it just needs to be worked out just a smidge yeah we're better vocalists i i know so much more about recording yeah uh we've got better equipment now Mm -hmm. um as far as that goes like there's just so much more to build on it to i think communicate and to we were living within a restriction as well we talked about that before Mm -hmm. we had small drum sets, very little time, very little as far as equipment we were willing to put into it because it was about the process more than it was about, and we wanted it to sound good, but we didn't, that wasn't number one. Number one was getting that song out. You got to think about most songwriting, not songwriting, but song recording mm-hmm. sessions and stuff like that. There are bands that will spend one to three days recording and perfecting one song. Yeah. We recorded you know, five that, albums in a year. Essentially, basically, yeah. I mean, I'm just getting like you know. I mean, you think about it in that kind of aspect, and and you get to that point to where you think like, oh, Coheed and Cambria. There's no way that all of this is getting done. Some songs, you know, within a week's time, frame, oh, yeah. kind of a shit. Mm-hmm. So they really have that time to kind of sit down and be meticulous about it. And then we're like, hey, Justin, you come over and we're going to we record like two or three at a time, right? Like yeah, usually, basically, like we had them to knock out, and we would spend. I would get over at like six o'clock and I would leave at like 10. Yeah. So we would, would do, do all the two drums. songs, two, we'll say two songs in two hours. Yeah. And or, then I two would songs in four hours and work the guitars and whatnot. I would get whatever vocal I needed from you. Yeah. Whatever then, drums you needed. You put down most of the time. If it wasn't the actual regular guitar, guitar it would be scratched. Yeah. So I could have that to kind of go off of. Yeah. And then you would have your drums that would be definitive. Whatever mm-hmm. vocals you would end up needing from me definitive. And then you would be able to go back through and yeah. kind of pick and choose what you needed. And that way, the off weeks of that, we could work on writing the next song. <laughs> kind of weird that we're just now talking about the writing process. And it's the fourth episode. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like episode one material. <laughs> uh, it works. Uh but yeah, we would we would those off weeks where I was maybe recording like the vocal and guitar yeah. throughout because I didn't need you for that part of it, and then I would send you over mixes and whatnot if I mm-hmm. could. A lot of times we were getting them done, or I was I was finishing mixing at like uh, what probably two three in the morning to to release it that morning because it was yeah. like it's got to come out on this day or whatever. Um, it was it was weird. So um, it it's interesting how all these come up. But boy, who never saw the light. Uh, could definitely take a little bit of a, a pick me up. 
we could we could refresh that one yes and it would be i nice could see one. that have you ever played either of these out at all uh never boy <laughs> once once we decided we were never playing again i you never decided played. <laughs> okay i didn't know how that went you know what i mean like uh, once it's got to yeah. that point where it's like hey it's 2017 i guess podcasts are a thing we should do and then we <laughs> stopped kind of playing music all come yeah. all together it got to that point to where you were like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna take these songs i'm yeah. just like they're your songs do what you want yeah. so i didn't know what you've taken out and stuff but absolutely um as much as I do love the boy who never saw the light, I really love the Queen of Hearts. It, it gets better and better over the course of time to me. Honestly, Yours, uh, it grabbed you more than me, even I think and probably like you really flat towards this song. Uh, I love everything about this song. Seriously, like yeah. I love, I adore the execution to it. I love how seemingly like the the lyrics are are and, and the way that you sing them and approach it are they seem manic but it's yeah. not manic at all really it's all done completely on purpose and it sounds really good to me cool. like i really really have always enjoyed this song i love the chorus i love uh playing the drum part to yeah. it too like having the ride that i double hit onto the ding da ding da ding da ding da ding da ding da kind of a thing with it and it has that drive to it yeah, and everything it really picks it up with that just that little and those, just those bits in between like the verses to the i'm not saying anything i'm not saying yeah. and it kind of drops off and it gets back into it yeah. before you pick up the next verse part mm -hmm. and i love that and the swell into that chorus that yeah. sing you can yeah, yeah but it's such a good well done song as far as i'm concerned and the ending where it's just basically that same kind of drive that we've had throughout the entire song, but somehow we seemingly almost pick up even more speed yeah. to it. And it's got like, how hard that drum part was. Yeah. So it was very, <laughs> but it was it to me, not that it's like a harder drum part and like the harder the drum part, the more rewarding. But I mean, in this sense, it almost kind of was yeah. because we, we have stuff that was fast before and whatnot, but oh, not yeah. something that's like, this is kind of fast, but it has every single beat that was on it has like a unique purpose. I mean, mm -hmm. there, there's a, there, the reason why I played this beat was because it complemented everything that you were strumming to yeah. go through with. So that ending of the song, whenever you have parts where you're strumming a little bit more, uh, almost like triplet esque, mm -hmm. where it's kind of cut off, where you're going, dun, 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 dun. I'm yeah. going, dun, 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 yeah. you know, with the drum part to kind of complement that. But I'm playing what you're doing in the halftime, but I'm doing twice as fast mm -hmm. as what I normally yeah. would do on purpose because it flows together so yeah. well. Um, but like I said, I, I've I've always had a really big you know feeling for this song. Yeah. I, I like it a lot, honestly. It's got a it's got a a lot to it. It's unfortunately a song that I don't think I would ever play out live. Uh, which because, is a shame because I think even by yourself, I think this would hold up really well on an acoustic. I don't think I can remember all the lyrics. That would be a problem. <laughs> but I like I'm just saying, like, you know, kind of going back on, I think that that Queen yeah. of Hearts itself would play really yeah. well. Having that just just a guitar by itself, just I've got the capo up real high on it. It's got a yeah, real high kind of register. Sure. It uh there is not one line that is generally the same in that song. Like not at all. Every chorus is different. Every verse is different. And that's I'll part of that's what I'm saying. That's part of what I love about yeah. it too. It's like somehow the most emo folk song I've ever heard, <laughs> and and I love it. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Because uh, like once it hit like once it hit like 2005, I became a pretty emo-y kind of not that I got oh, dressed yeah. like emo, but emo was music. like that was the thing. Yeah. And I loved emo music to yeah. a T. Mm -hmm. Fallout Boy, My Chemical Romance, Absolutely. Panic, all that stuff. And this kind of hits a lot of those points for me yeah. that makes me really like, yes, this is awesome kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. That's what makes me love it. So yeah. my pick, 
I'm sending Queen of Hearts through. I'm a queen as well. I believe you. All right. I believe you, I said. Thank you for believing me. <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, uh, number 18, round 18, we have Keep Moving On. Versus Viewfinder. And I am taking you for granted as a gripping apart at the sea. It's a wonderful night to shoot you. It's a wonderful night to shoot you. This is gonna be fucking tough <laughs> because there is so much I love about both of these songs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the th- keep moving on intro is one of my favorite things to hear, <laughs> where it's just so far away yeah. sounding, and you just hear me scream like "Keep moving on," yeah, and it's just this is another song that would uh, a re a remaster of sorts, but not even a remaster, but a re-record would. Uh, change it completely because you yeah. could, you could do like this like AM radio kind of filter mm-hmm. on the front of it, and then I know how to make things bigger now, so it could explode that beginning. I was uh, gonna say, uh, listening to this song recently again, kind of going back through and refreshing myself, listening yeah. to keep moving on. If this song was any faster than what it is, chord progression wise, it almost is exactly the same as uh, it's the same as a uh, threshold. The Sex Bomb song from Scott Pilgrim. Oh, Threshold. Because the song is like, it's just like ours. It's like a slowed down version of that. <laughs> that's but that, that's that's what, what plays off so well is not because it doesn't have to be fast. Yeah. The reason why it's so good to me is just that slow gives it such a good, dirty feel to it. Oh, it's yeah, it's still got some some folk influence in it a little bit that you can kind of feel, but it is so swingy. This is a Southern rock as it gets. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's a a few songs in here uh, that are, once we get to this back half that are very much us leaning into not just the folk singer songwriter genre, but into like how Southern rock Mm -hmm. can we make it? What clutch kind of influences can come through? What like, kind of vibes like that come through and it, it works it definitely it definitely comes through. absolutely uh yeah keep moving on it was i think the I, we may have laughed it at some point but my thought was like this was also an inspiration to us we were like had 10 songs left or so it's like mm-hmm. keep moving on <laughs> like yeah um i love the uh the harmony parts on the never saw it coming yes, kind of the, a thing where we i did the high kind of, kind yeah. of thing and then you hear the uh-huh. And kind of a high vocal kind of mm-hmm. harmony with it. I love that feel to it too. Cause that again, like speaks like there's a lot of Southern rock that has that kind of blend yeah. with that kind of harmony tied to it too. Absolutely. And it has that, that familiarity to it. Or I was like, I even wrote it down. I was like, it reminds me of something, but I don't know what that something <laughs> is. And maybe it's just that it reminds me of that genre and yeah. that feel. It doesn't necessarily 
have to be a specific thing. It's just as much as it's Southern familiar. rock, it is very much us. Still. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, like it's still, and I know that sounds kind of stupid to say maybe, but I, I feel like this is, this is a, this is, this was a step in a, in a weird direction for where a lot of these other songs do end up kind of mm-hmm. falling in that we kind of tail the tail end of everything. But, um, it, it was probably one of the more fun closing out the year. Yeah. As far as that goes to me, uh, the, the, how many different parts we kind of picked apart and let it do yeah. like all the way from to like the, the part where it was just, uh, like almost, I think it was just bass or palm muted where it's the boom. Mm, mm, uh-huh. and you just hear the like snaps uh-huh. in the background the big run down and back into the, the yep. verse i love just a lot of shit about this mm-hmm. song it's really good it's got good energy we could mm-hmm. say absolutely uh viewfinder is a a weird little song another one of these weird ones that we just kind of find ourselves writing and it's getting such into. a positive song <laughs> i don't know why like everything about it just seems so positive i was so <laughs> proud of myself for the it's a wonderful night to shoot you. Yeah. Like, and where that went. Well, that's what I meant. But like, as uh, it's that, that was kind of like, that's the culmination of everything, though, too. Like, it's everything about it is such positive energy. It's, it's very much like pop song for us rejects. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that kind of driving positive force mm-hmm. that you have that's in like a stereotypical pop rock yeah. song that you would get from that. But then you get to that chorus kind of a thing. And this never really has that churn. It stays overly positive. It sounds like we're in a minor chord where we're very happy. Yeah. And it's, this is a good time kind of a thing. But then like the kind of a shoot you, you know, kind of yeah. is there. But then you get the kind of nod that goes, oh, we want to shoot you in a movie. Yeah. You know, kind of. A- <laughs> but we let it kind of hang at first. Yes, like the for first, sure. <laughs> the first time you hit it, that chorus. It's just, I'm going to shoot you. And then we go right back into it. And it just kind of chills. And you're like, did they just say it's a good night to shoot you? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you get it in the movie. It reminds me of, what's the Deftone song on White Pony? Uh, where he's talking about being with someone. Uh, and then it's it turns out it's his, the, his wife. What You know what I'm talking about? Um, Is that on White Pony? No. I think it's on whatever album was next, I think. On uh, self-titled, yeah, I think it's on that one. Okay, I can't remember what song it is though. I know, you know what you're what talking, talking about. about though. Yeah, I do. There's like oh, something about you're married to me. Like uh-huh. it was like, yeah. but you, the whole time it sounds like kind of like risky. I was trying to think. Of, I was trying to the, think about the, the the all the songs that are on White Pony. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not on it's that not, one. I'm, on, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's on self-titled. Yeah, yeah. But then it's it, it turns out mm-hmm. that it's this song. Life. This song also has probably some of my favorite harmonies that we do. I really love yeah. the pitch and how we, well we actually execute it and hit it. That whole like, like movie, yeah. uh, like how like we yeah. we are totally roller coastering the vocals on purpose because it plays so well yeah. with it. But we match each other so yeah. well. Like we worked really hard mm-hmm. on trying to get that shit again, blowing ourselves. <laughs> but at the same time, like I'm really legitimately pr- proud. That's probably one of these aspects of this song that I'm the most proud of. Um, yeah. Like I said, the song is overtly like a pop song in a sense to me, like an alt pop mix. Yeah. Um, I couldn't but, tell you what any of this song is about. Like the verses are so weird, mm-hmm. uh, like the way they're written. I couldn't tell you what it was about. That's uh, something about like a, a a girl being a, an older woman being portrayed by a younger girl, and like this like real like odd kind of mm-hmm. vibe to un, almost unsettling in the verses yeah uh that i was trying to go for that looking back i'm like i don't even know what i was trying to achieve there <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, but what do you think this is a hard one it is a hard one for me um 
man, I feel like I'm going to kick myself for for one of the picks, <laughs> whichever way I go. I think I'm going to go with keep moving on. I agree. Really? Yep. Cool. I agree. Uh, I think that this is it's I at the heart of everything. I I want something fast and punchy and tight and exciting, and that does it every time. Mm, just like all my relationships. Uh, so we got Queen of Hearts going up against Keep Moving On next Ooh, time. Yeah. And then we are on round 19. Mm-hmm. Got zigged when I zagged. Versus X marks the spot. This is a rough one too. <laughs> yes. Um, again, I think we'll go ahead. I want to talk about uh, X marks the spot first, I guess. Okay. Um, lyrically, one of the more fun ones because mm-hmm. it is very goofy uh-huh. <laughs> to a certain extent. It is, absolutely. But at the same time, this also hits almost the same notes that you can kind of get from keep moving on to a certain yeah. extent of just a little bit faster, but we still got a little bit more of a Southern kind of rock mm-hmm. kind of feel to it with a, Ooh, la, la, yeah. la, 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 like that whole kind of feel to it. This is also, I'll note by the time we hit queen of hearts and everything down, we're really trying to fill in that alphabet. Absolutely. Like, Every the reason we've got the we got the V, we got the zigged, we got the X, (laughs) we got the The X marks this way, we got the Q, we got the Y. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's just really, and I'm afraid to panic ensued (laughs) that X marks the spot only becomes what it becomes because I need an X. Like the only reason the lyrics exist is because of that. I know, but it works out well though. (laughs) Ooh la 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 la, you got a pretty face. (laughs) And X marks the spot. So is it like the whole song is like subtle innuendo about wanting to come on a chick's face? Not, no, it's just about getting laid. But it sounds like that though. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? You got a pretty face and X marks the spot. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of, it's a I'll take what I can get situation. It's a (laughs) ooh la 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 la, you got a pretty face. It must be love with you because X marks the spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it. And you could even EX it and be like, you're just finding your X even. X marks like the to spot. Go get a, get I feel a like, lay. I feel like though this, that song probably has a lot more open for interpretation to like, you could just say it's about whatever you think it's about. And it yeah. is to a T, you know, somebody says it and you're just like, that sounds good to me. Yes. Kind of a <laughs> answer to it. <laughs> it's steeped enough in your window that you could do whatever you wanted with it. Uh, you could even tie it into a part of a story with it, with something else. You know, I think it could fit easily. You could write words around it to make it a, uh, 
a part of the promised land trilogy. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, Zigged When I Zag is almost a return to form to a lot of songs that we have that are a little bit earlier on the yeah. list. But I never thought about that. Way. Even better written like than a lot of clouds, that shit. Like yes, like it's kind of kind of harkening back to those that we had wrote back you know earlier in the year. But at the same time, we have that same really well-written, mm-hmm. really tight song structure at this point in time yeah. coming close to the tail end of the year. And this song is still holds up. It is one of my favorites. I absolutely adore the chorus, how driving forward it is. And 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 four four time, but you just have junk, 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 junk. And then the lyrics are amazing to it. I love uh, everything that kind of ties into it. You love um, all of the lyrics. Above all of the lyrics. Even the one line. What one line are you referring to, Shad? The feelings that I get when I feel what I feel. This the is feelings the song, overcome this me. This is the song that I was referring to earlier that used, <laughs> uses one word multiple times. I wanted, I, it was a line, I think that was pre written. Like mm-hmm. I had like written it out and I was like, that's going to fit. You I mean, asked me about that and we laughed real hard. And I said, of course it fits. Why would it not? <laughs> pineapple turned me upside down (laughs) (laughs) it is i i play this song almost every time i play live yeah um not now like when we do our can't get right show but it it flows so well though i mean i'm not even joking like as as silly as it sounds but the the feeling i get when i feel what i feel the feelings overcome me it flows so well on the song that (laughs) you're just like you can't you can't knock it because it sounds fucking tight and it's awesome. But at the same time, you're just like, really? He's going to use that. He's, he's Fred Durston over here, but rhyming feelings with feelings and feelings again, but at the same time, and it works out so well, I, uh, everything about this song works so well. Um, and now that we've went uh, after we finished recording, you know, and we still played it, you yeah. know, in 2016, 2017, yeah. kind of before we wrapped up everything. And I would try to harmonize specific parts with you yeah. even more than what we normally would do yeah. in the actual recorded song. It comes out sounding to me a little bit better, even yeah. so. Even um, elevates it more. Yeah. And I, I've always had an affinity for this song. I think it was one of the more re- well written of like the last few that we mm-hmm. had um, for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, if, it's up to me. Well, I went first. You go first this time. I'm thinking zigged. Yeah, I'm too. All yeah, right. I think I've, I think, uh, as much as I Ziggy do love X marks the spot, I think that that tone and everything was probably hit a little bit better with keep moving on. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we pushed it forward because that's one point. of those, one of those definitely needed to go forward. Yeah, I think I like really that. to kind of give that's it that kind of thing. So it's kind of good that it moved there. And round then the final 20. round, man, we've got for the time being, Versus something else.
oh, something else <laughs> is something else. Is a, and we don't, it, something else is never uttered in that word or in that song. That song title was based on us being young teenagers naming a song something else. Yep. That's called something else. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being stuck. Mm-hmm. And we rewrote this song for the 52. It yep. was on the uh on the dead end botch manifold album yes. just as some of these other ones have been and um i yeah i i cannot tell you why at any point in time the song is actually called something else uh though it doesn't matter i think that we did a, a decent job rewriting this i think so um, too i think it still has a few faults that kind of i don't know why and it's kind of hard to describe yeah you know what i mean like it has some faults that kind of just to me just kind of always have knocked it down a yeah. little bit the groove's it's better just, on this version for sure absolutely but there's just something about it i don't know what it is and i can never ever put my finger on it especially even back in like botch days it was like kind of one of those songs like if we're gonna play other songs live we'll just like we'll throw this in the middle of the set and try and be like all right let's play it and then get it over with next song yeah 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 that was kind of always what it seemed like to me that makes sense. and still to this point even though it is better written now that we've kind of restructured some stuff i don't think it's the best yeah uh going against for the time being uh which i love the cymbal swells Mm -hmm. into this like this is the one and only time we do a really cool cymbal swell that kicks off a song Mm -hmm. uh into harmonica that just goes like the only the only time that i've used my mallets that i've had for forever (laughs) (laughs) um this is a true tried and true an aaron lewis stained like knockoff, like not knockoff, but an ode to my influence of Stained and Aaron Lewis as far as my performance yeah. on this song, which isn't bad because this is like, as in Aaron Lewis slash Stained, I'm talking about like you know Break the Cycle, Stained, oh, like yeah. classic what yeah, we grew up listening to that we loved. Yeah, it's so it's 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 outside. good Aaron Lewis. <laughs> yeah, it's not country Aaron Lewis. Um, it's but, not covers everything Aaron Lewis. <laughs> um, but I. It's one of those things that I I really liked. I liked the song. It was a little bit of a heavy subject, um, and it it turned into a really good song. It was something I tried before. It's a what I learned from Pearl Jam is at least from the performance side of it uh, musically is that it's the same four chords mm-hmm. uh, throughout the whole thing. But at at once you kick into the chorus, I just rearranged the four chords by just stuttering it forward two chords and so it's just cycled differently and sure. so it gives a totally different vibe um i really lo- i think this is the only song i harmonize with myself on yes i don't because i think it was a scheduling conflict it was and i couldn't do it and you did it with your you said oh I, i've got it it'll yeah. be okay and yeah. so i it, but it worked out really well it stands honestly, out yes. differently because of that but some of the next time I forgot to mention because Zig when I zagged will go against time stand still. That's also the only song we've had quote unquote guest vocals yeah, on because that true. would be Absolutely. your brother yeah. on the song with you there too. Yeah. And then that one also has the the trumpet and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, Featured so, in a silkworm commercial, if I'm not mistaken, we did use it. It was something to do with the miners and stuff. Yep. It was whenever, because there was a, a miners game that I went to <laughs> and you were dressed up in an outfit <laughs> and yeah. Uh, that that because we got box seats somebody gave to us and it yeah. was around that same time because you That's said right. check it out here's the YouTube link and you yeah. sent it to me yeah I'm pretty sure you're right holy cow I didn't even realize that featured in a in a a major corporations commercial yeah not on this round but not at all <laughs> we should talk about for the time being because I feel like it's probably going to go forward um, I think so I, I agree with that 
You think so? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. All right, so round 20 of the first set of all of our brackets is ending. We've got four the time being. We'll be going against Young Kind of Dumb next time. And when we come back on on episode five, mm-hmm. we're going to have the first of the, I think, 32. Yeah. And then we're going to be uh, Pushing breaking her down and getting to that sweet 16. It's going to start getting rough. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot more ties, I would imagine. Yep. As for the best of us. the world this has been i have nz production